Welcome to Copentel, a podcast about Copenhagen and Denmark's history. Written and produced by Danish historian and tour guide Rune Edberg. This podcast features excerpts from Rune Edberg's book Know Your Dane, Unlocking the Secrets to the Danish Mentality, as well as stories from his two walking tours, World War II and Copenhagen, and Copenhagen's Dark History Walk. It is possible to book a spot on these tours on the website copentel.com. On this episode, Regional Identities Although to the outside world, Denmark appears to be a small country with a homogeneous population on a peninsula north of Germany, it is also made up of several smaller islands, one of which is home to the capital. So, the geography has nevertheless helped to form prejudices and differences between the regions. This means that if you choose to visit or settle in a particular area of Denmark, there may be major cultural differences depending on whether you choose the borough of Norebro in Copenhagen, which has a very complex and multicultural population, or if you visit a smaller town in northern Jutland, where the inhabitants are more homogenous and have a similar background and behavior. Danish cultural researchers, Peter Dragsbo and Hella Rav, describe the regional cultural differences as a two-part concept, one of which focuses on the development in two neighboring regions, which can occur differently in terms of both the economy and society. For example, it might be that a large company chooses to settle in one municipality, which may positively affect economic development relative to the other municipality. Or if a given municipality is chosen to be the regional capital at the expense of another, this can also affect the social and political development between neighboring regions. The second part of their concept focuses on regional cultural differences as developed over a longer period of time, in which a region's special destiny in a historical period is often transformed into a form of collective experience that sets cultural frameworks for action patterns in the long run. This could be, for example, the Danish region of southern Jutland, which has, in turn, been a part of either a German duchy or the Danish kingdom. Here, their special identity mixes traditions from both cultural spheres, as well as local dishes and the local dialect, which have helped define them as something special within their German and Jutland neighborhoods. It could also be the North Jutland identity, which is particularly far from the capital in geographical terms, and therefore, their identity is a direct contradiction to Copenhagen's metropolitan identity. Peripheral Denmark, Udkenstanmark. This term describes different groups in Danish society, in which a large part of the younger population has relocated to, for example, Copenhagen to study or work, but they choose not to move back to their local area again. The term gained traction in the early 2000s, when the affected areas felt stigmatized and looked down upon. Some of these regions were Lalland Falster, islands south of Zealand, Langland, and the southern, western and northern parts of Jutland, outside major cities like Aalborg. This is a large area of the country that can be included in this concept. If you deduct the capital region, Aarhus, Odensee, and Aalborg, as Denmark's largest urban area. In 2017, Densu Aegis Network in Aarhus presented a survey of the Danes' own perception of the term Udkenstanmark, in which they also answered questions about themselves and how they feel about being perceived as outskirts Danes. 
In survey, 2,000 participants answered a questionnaire, while 17 selected Danes from the affected regions were interviewed more in-depth. The study itself refers to the definition of the outskirts of the Danish tax authorities, which are defined as follows, 25 of Denmark's 98 municipalities are outskirts municipalities. This corresponds to 25.5% of all municipalities in Denmark. These are municipalities where the largest city has fewer than 30,000 inhabitants and is located more than 40 kilometers from a city with over 40,000 jobs, where there are more commuters than inhabitants. Since Denmark has a relatively small population, corresponding to approximately Berlin's population, including suburbs, it can also be interpreted as the fact that a large proportion of the population is on the outskirts, despite the modest geographical area of Denmark as a whole. However, the study showed that the participants did not feel isolated in a peripheral area, as they considered their needs to be covered socially, economically, and culturally. In general, instead of interpreting the concept as a way in which each country's region can define themselves and others, they also assume a certain role in economic negotiations, in which it can help increase funds, for example, for infrastructure or the placement of education or government jobs. However, there are also other studies that contradict the construction of the term Udkinstanmark. In 2018, researchers from Aalborg University developed a software program that analyzes the different Danish regions. Based on parameters such as frequency of crime, the general health situation in the region's population, the level of education, and the general income. The people behind the program hoped it would be able to nuance the debate, as there may often be major educational and income differences at the local, micron level between given neighborhoods. These differences do not always have to do with a general geographical distance, but are more locally conditioned because of municipal policy. There could be decisions on, for example, the location of residential social buildings, which may influence the population composition of a given area subsequently. Relocation of government jobs from the capital region to peripheral Denmark. There has also been a conflict between the capital region and the rest of the peripheral areas in later years, in which the latter wanted more money and jobs because of the consequences of globalization and digitalization. The former Danish government, consisting of the Danish Liberal Party, Venster, the Conservative People's Party, and the Liberal Alliance, decided together with the Danish People's Party to move a lot of the state's employees to peripheral Denmark, as a kind of balancing out between the capital and the provinces. Critics of the move say that moving experts across the country has a lot of hidden costs, and the recruitment process could be harder. It has also not been well received by the employees, who have been forced to move across the country with their families. The Positive Sides of the Peripheral Another interesting aspect of peripheral Denmark is that many of Denmark's largest companies have started in the peripheral, and not in Copenhagen. The country's largest company, Maersk Shipping, started in 1904 as a small shipping company in the little harbor town of Svendborg, in the southern part of Funen Island. By 2016, Maersk had more than 87,000 employees worldwide and was represented in 130 countries. Book a spot on Kopentel's World War II walking tour in Copenhagen. Take a journey back to the 1940s, when the Nazi German forces had occupied the Danish capital. On this guided walking tour we will visit the city district of Vesterbro and the city center of Copenhagen. 
In the company of our historian Rune Edberg, who has specialized in the Second World War and the German occupation of Denmark 1940-1945, you will have the unique opportunity to visit some of the central places of the Danish freedom struggle during the Second World War. You'll become acquainted with the central themes and paradoxes of the period. Danes in the resistance movement and Danes in German service, which came to violent expression through assassinations and bomb attacks that divided the Danish population during the five long years from 1940 to 1945. We will stop outside at some of Copenhagen's most central locations and sites from the Second World War. This includes the former Gestapo headquarters at Shellhuset, where we will hear the story of the British bombing of the building on the 21st of March 1945 and its consequences. We will also visit the place where the resistance group Holger Dansk was founded and come past the dreaded addresses from which Hitler's henchmen ruled Denmark with an iron hand. You can book your spot on Copentel.com. You have been listening to Copentel, a podcast about Copenhagen and Denmark's history. Written and produced by Danish historian and tour guide Rune Edberg. This podcast features excerpts from Rune Edberg's book Know Your Dane, Unlocking the Secrets to the Danish Mentality, as well as stories from his two walking tours, World War II and Copenhagen, and Copenhagen's Dark History Walk. It is possible to book a spot on these tours on the website copentel.com.